falling back around again. Back, back, back again. So it feels like a brand new show in my head and in my ears. <laughs> we, of course, had, you guessed it, technical difficulties today. Oh, I've got the TDs. <laughs> the oh. TDs. Oh, my God. Whatever. We powered through them. Heidi had some headphone issues. That's okay. She went into Rita and said, hey, babe. Hey, can- babe. Can I use your headphones, babe? Thanks, yeah, babe. babe. Thanks, babe. Okay, babe. The DJ's out to get you. I am not feeling very American tonight. I will start by just saying that. I'm here for that. I am feeling very un-American. This is... My stomach hurts. Yeah. It's hurt Only for three days. Floor yeah. Professionals allowed. I am just fucking over this shit. Big time. I mean, this is out of fucking control. Out of control. It's too much. It's just too fucking much. And you know what? We say we don't want to go down these rabbit holes sometimes to start the show off like this, but I don't really fucking care. It has to be said. I have to say my piece. I have to get it off my chest because I think that has something to do with the horrible mood that I'm in. Ditto. I mean, what what is to say that people don't already know when to be said? I mean, it's fucking unbelievable what is going on in this fucking shithole country. It's disgusting. And that well, and it also it you know, it just goes down to our uh, goes down to our lawmakers and our partisan parties yeah. that don't give two fucking shits about the people. Nothing. Not even not two not one shit. Not Zero fucks given. None. It's all power and it's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. It's all about money and power for them. I mean, it is just I there needs to be some kind of an uprising. I mean, there needs to be a coup. This government needs to be overthrown. The founders of this country did not in uh did not this is not why intend they wrote the Constitution. Right. Yeah, intend for this to, to happen with the with your First Amendment right or Second Amendment, whatever the fuck the amendment is that everyone fucking wants to hang their hat on. It's so fucking it's important the second. to them. Because the right to bear arms is so important. Right, that's exactly what the framers of our Constitution had in mind. You fucking mm-hmm. idiots. I fucking hate these people so fucking much. I want something really bad to happen to these lawmakers. And I'm not saying anything about whether you're on the left or the right. You all fucking have blood on your hands. All of you. every, Including you, Joe Biden. Including you. Like, I saw some guy on YouTube. He said, the NRA convention is down in Texas uh, this weekend. And they're going to go ahead with it, of course. And this guy was on YouTube, and he was like, you know what? This can't go on without something bad happening to these people. He said... I don't know what it is, but you can figure out what it is. But something bad should happen to these people. And, you know, whatever you think bad is, I think you should do it. And I was like, whoa. Whoa, he's calling like, for something. He's calling for something that, you know, I he's, think we're probably all thinking. But I'm like, for him to go on the air on YouTube and say it, I'm sure the video is probably not there now. He was pretty per, a renowned um, a YouTuber. And I was like, whoa, you are playing with fire, buddy. But still... That is how people feel. That and is, that's how they should feel. Right. We're obviously talking about the shooting in Uvalde, Texas that happened two days ago. And 
it's just and the been, shooting three days before that that right. happened in Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm sorry, not three days, but like ten days before that in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then I mean, I think as well, I'm sure you've got plenty to. We've got things to listen to, but Greg Abbott. Oh my! Go God. to fucking hell, and everyone that it's not blaming everything everything on mental health when the first thing that came out was like this kid did not have mental health issues there's zero history of anything yeah oh and i love that they've now latched onto him being trans so now uh, they're lumping uh, that into oh, the mental health no they yes. did oh, not yes oh they're like he dresses in women's clothes like that what who's that black lady candace owens she is a certified nut job and she is the one that's now touting about him being trans and tying that to the mental health dis- issues and dis- his disorder. I mean, it is crazy. These people are fucking sick and crazy. And it's like, if you look at the list of how much it costs or how much each uh, the, the um, each of the senators have, got, have received from the gun lobbyists, the NRA, it really doesn't take a lot of money to buy these people. Like some of them only get like thirty thousand, forty. Ted Cruz, of course, has been given like a hundred and fifty or something. But even well, then, he's been bent over with his ass cheeks wide open for the NRA for I know, but it's ever. like a hundred and fifty thousand. Even if you get a hundred fifty thousand a year, it's like is that that important to you? That money, like that's not a lot of money. That's nothing. Like that's a lot of money to somebody, and if you're getting that from one. Well, okay, fine. You're getting it from one, but that's just one. You're getting that from another, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 other places. Republicans are ride or die. Don't ever forget. It's like, that's part of the thing. I know. Nobody, they're such fucking, they are so weak that they will not break from the pack. They will not stand up for what is right. They will not fucking do it. And that's what's wrong with the Democratic Party, too. That's, That's what we say is, that's what we bitch about. We're spineless leaders. In this party, which I don't even want to fucking be a Democrat anymore, fuck them. You know, Joe God Biden got up on the on TV last night when he came back from uh, North South Korea or wherever the fuck he was over there on some other fucking boondoggle trip. And you know, he wants to stand up there and he's saying, "Well, when in God's name, when in God's name, are we going to do this?" And it's like, you know, it's I'm so sick of people invoking the name of this fake fucking deity that is going to be everyone's savior. It's like, pray to God. Thoughts and prayers. It's like, God doesn't exist, idiot. Like, why the fuck? Like, I'm so sick of this, like, thoughts and prayers and God. Like Thoughts and, and God, prayers and moments and of religion. silence don't do yeah. shit. Religion, and it's like, that's why we have the whole Roe v. Wade issue. It's all about this fucking fake book that no one knows if it's real or not. It's fucking not real newsflash, breaking fucking news. It's not fucking real. There's no God. If God was there and he was so great, the way you all fucking think he is, then guess what? Why, you sit around and look at each other and go, well, why did he let it happen? But because he doesn't exist, idiot. He doesn't exist. Because guess what? People have guns and you've elected politicians to allow it. That's why this happened. Not because of God, not because of religion. It's because you have elected politicians to fucking let this happen. And nothing is going to change unless you vote them out of office. Now, that's it. Again, I'm not saying the Democrats are better than Republicans at this point. You're all fucking in a big basket of deplorables, if you want me to take Hillary Clinton's words. And 
if I would, ju- I would just have to, you'd have to just choose the lesser of two evils. And if you got to pick the lesser of two evils, then okay, fine, vote Democrat. But like even then, you got Nancy Pelosi down in Texas uh, campaigning for a pro-life candidate for Democrat and and for the House. It's like again, I said it on the show a few weeks ago when I talked about it. It's like the call is coming from inside the House. Like mm-hmm. like it ain't just Republicans. People wake up. Well, it's not even pro-life. They're only pro-birth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Here's you spoke. You said something about Greg Abbott a while ago. I mean, here he is. I can't. I fucking hate him. And oh, did you see? I didn't pull this because it's like. Did you have, pull the uh, better O'Rourke? I didn't. That's what I was about to say. I didn't pull just because the audio is so bad. I couldn't find something with good audio because yeah. it was really just people, you know, trying to record it with their phones in the audience. But better O'Rourke confronted that piece of shit, slime, just scum, evil, fucking monster, Greg Abbott, while he was giving some speech somewhere. And, you know, walked up to the dais and was, you know, kind of, you know, read him for filth and said, this is on you, you know, this and that. I mean, he he just voted to cut $200 million, I think, for mental health uh, funding from the Texas budget just like a year ago or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like then he wants to blame it on mental health. And then it's like he is the biggest piece of shit maybe to ever walk this earth. I mean, really. I mean, maybe worse than Trump, maybe worse than McConnell, maybe... I don't know. I mean, it's really, it is just. Well, the, the, I don't know. You can put them all in a hot tub together. It's pretty fucking bad. Oh, they're Ted gross. Cruz. Oh, my God. Ted Cruz. Okay, here. Well, let's listen to Greg Abbott first. Here he's telling the families, you know, basically trying to tell, make, tell them it could have been worse, right? This is what they want to hear. Like, yeah, let's, let's say, tell them it could have been worse. You fucking piece of garbage. You just lost your fourth grader. And let me emphasize something that. I know you all know. Like, who voted for this guy? Like, a lot of fucktards that live in the state of Texas. God. Well, you know what? You you made your fucking bed. But the reality is, as horrible as what happened, it could have been worse. The reason it was <laughs> yeah. worse... Oh, here's the reason why it wasn't worse. Oh, thank God. Let's, I can't wait for this. Is because law enforcement officials did what they do. They showed amazing courage by running toward gunfire for the singular purpose of trying to save lives. And it is a fact that because of their quick response, getting on the scene, being able to respond to the gunman and eliminate the gunman, they were able to save lives. Unfortunately, not enough. Oh, Unfortunately, your 19 children are dead. Unfortunately, you weren't one of the people in the crosshairs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said it. Oh, my God. He's... I mean, they these people are just so suck. They suck, suck, suck. And then, and then you've got um, uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Oh, I had something else I forgot to say. Would you know Joe Biden? Like he, after he made his speech, uh, CNN had that boy that was part. He survived the Parkland shooting years ago in I guess Florida. Mm-hmm. He started a movement or like a like a like a 
what is it like a not a fund a foundation a foundation yes thank you uh for you know victims of mass shootings and everything and he was on cnn and he said you know as great as that speech just was and everything he said you know he said you know a lot of the right things but the one thing that we were sitting here waiting on him to say that we just did not hear was executive order and i'm like exactly like joe biden is not getting an executive order joe biden the next isn't day, doing shit isn't doing shit yesterday i was talking to someone and i guess he signed some kind of order or something not an executive order but something to on police reform yesterday so after the cops all go into the school and they get the gunmen and all this shit and it's like all of these uprising of like you know cops are trying to do their job you know they can't be on the campus there's a lot of information that's coming out maybe they fucked up a little maybe there was the response time or like there was something whatever but it's like the timing dude it's like uh you think now is a good time to take a shit on all the fucking police officers head in this country you want to sign an executive order or whatever the fuck that whatever he signed that's that's going to try to reform the police system the day after everyone gets shot up in a school dude what timing hello what are you fucking doing an idiot what an idiot Oh my god. And he's just a puppet. Like who actually put that forward? It wasn't him. I know. Totally. It's like why didn't he just say, uh maybe now is not the right time for me to make this announcement. I Except mean, that I can't think for myself or right. speak sorry. Right. Okay. I know he, we're gonna he, get Joe Biden bashed. Soon. I, don't, I don't care. You know what? I'm bashing either. all of them. I'm fuck them all. Fuck them all. I don't care. You're not gonna sit here and tell me like I've given him a really good chance. I mean, I've really tried to be supportive, and I will continue to be supportive. But you know what? Time is running out. It's been a year and a half. I'm really not seeing anything that has really making my life better from Joe Biden's presidency. I'm really starting to be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Sitting around. I'm going there. I'm fucking going there. Here, you said Ted Cruz. Here, here's Ted Cruz. I mean, this is fucking. This is the clip you sent me. He's so gross. Oh, these people. He's talking to, I think, an English reporter. Yeah, it's so great because they're like, how on earth can you explain in this country? In this country, you said my accent's horrible too. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) I like it here. There are 19 sets of parents. Oh, and I love. I love the voice. There are 19 sets of parents. It's so sad, and he's pausing. Oh, he's so gross. Oh, he's just vile. Who, who are never going to get to kiss their child goodnight again. Is, is this the moment to reform gun laws? You know, it's it's easy to go to politics. It's I mean, it's not <laughs> political. Uh, that right there. <laughs> I know. It's easy to go to politics. It's so easy. It sounds like it, he's got a big cock up his ass right there. It's not political. It's not political. It's like, what? Uh, <laughs> is that you? No, it's oh, you. Oh, no, that's my house. My <laughs> Is your house on fire? Chicken wings. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. Heidi's house is on fire. Her fire alarm is going off, just like we're going off. I'm hearing 
<laughs> I'm hearing the fire alarm still. <laughs> Where is Heidi? There she is, before the Jeopardy music is run out. <laughs> what the fuck is going on over there? I am so What did you say? You're cooking chicken wings? Yeah, we're baking them. Jesus Christ. And you gotta do them low, and then you turn them up. <laughs> and so what, did Rita just fucking just let him start burning? No, they're not burning at all. They're just they're cooking, and the fat burns off, and the it's fine. Well, did Rita, anyway? Okay, I'm fascinated by what's going on in your house. All right, let's finish <laughs> listening to Ted Cruz. And the thing is, he goes, "Let's not make it. But it's easy to turn to politics. It's like I don't understand why it's political." And he goes on to talk about how all the bills in the in the in Congress would not have solved this. But that's a bunch of bull bullshit. Bullshit. You know, it's it's easy to go to politics. But it's important. It's at the heart of the issue. I, I get that that's where the media likes to go. Well, it's not. It's where many of the people we've talked to... I get where that's like... He's got the Trump talking points. That's where the media oh likes to go. Oh, my God. He's right there. He's sitting on Trump's dick, just bouncing. Bounce like, on that dick. How's this for you, Daddy? Yeah, bounce on that little orange dick. Yeah, I'd like to go. The proposals from Democrats in the media, inevitably, when some violent psychopath murders people... A violent psychopath who's able to get a weapon so easily. 18-year-old with two AR-15s. If you want to stop violent crime, <laughs> the proposals the Democrats have, none of them would have stopped this. So then why don't you put some proposals on yeah, the table? Yeah, what are your what yeah. are the Republican proposals <laughs> yeah. to stop violent crimes? None. And None. zero. They're like, give them more guns! Yeah. Freedom! Right, give everybody... Their, their th ideology... Ideolo their thought process is to give everyone a fucking gun. But why does this only happen? Which, by the way, may not be a bad idea at this point. I was going to say. I mean, maybe we need to go to that. So I don't know. I mean, I, it's... Your country. I really think that's what many people around the world just... They cannot fathom. Why only in America? Why is this American exceptionalism so awful? You know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think I, this ah! is this I'm sorry you feel that way. I love that response. And, and you should have seen the clip. He put his hands on the reporter's oh, shoulders. Oh, I know He's those like, slimy. I'm sorry. And I was like, Ugh! those slimy, damp hands. You know his fucking palms are sweating. tiny fingers. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, and you know what's so great too? Well, here I'll say it. Here's so it's over. You got your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you, Senator. It's not. I just want to understand why you do not think that guns are the problem. Why is just an American problem. Right. I love the, you know, I think that we should have all of our media and press be British because it's like, I feel like politicians respond differently to someone with a British accent. Absolutely. Because they're like, <laughs> they feel stupid. Totally. <laughs> so it's great. It is. I'm like, well, maybe we should have more people British working at like CNN and Fox. Because then it's like, well, maybe that would like level the playing field and like everyone would treat each other like a human, but they wouldn't. That wouldn't take long before people yeah, come over here. We'll begin to treat you like shit in no time. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to understand 
What Why is your exceptionalism You're in this country only? Only in this country. country. And meanwhile, I don't even... I am Ted Cruz, and I don't even understand what you mean about exceptionalism. <laughs> Ted Cruz doesn't please, know what the fuck he's I talking about. Can I get the definition, please? Yeah. <laughs> exceptionalism. You, you Brits use words across the pond that makes no sense to a simple-minded uneducated senators that do not deserve our jobs <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage fucking pig oh i fucking hate him um and then of course uh jeff what's this guy's name tell me about this guy jeff kerr is that his name jeff kerr steve kerr so steve kerr, steve kerr is the head coach for the golden state warriors and they were playing a basketball game. I believe the shooting happened Monday, correct? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday, sorry. And Tuesday night, so the pre-game conference, he went on. Right. And this is what he said. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school when are we gonna do something i mean i'm tired i'm i'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there i'm so tired of the excuse me i'm sorry i'm tired of the moments of silence enough right it's useless there's 50 senators Fucking people Right now, who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children? and our elderly and our churchgoers because that's what it looks like it's what we do every week yep so i'm fed up i've had enough we're going to play the game tonight but i want every person here every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister brother how would you feel if this happened to you today we can't get numb to this we can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Ducks. Yeah. You know? Come on, <laughs> Mavs, right. let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote despite what we the American people want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. 
It's pathetic. I've had enough. Right. I mean, he lit the internet up. Up. It was. I saw it, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was... I. It was crazy. I was watching it live. Yeah. I mean, and, more people need to, uh, to say stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And... I mean, I, I was thinking about it, too, and it's like more people, not just Hollywood, great, here we go, like, get sports involved, get yeah any, you know, you got something to say, say it, you know, it was um, on The Daily Show, uh, was it a congressman, where he was like, same thing, no more moment of silence, right. he's like, I don't want a moment of silence in a chamber where something can be done. He's like, fine, the Rotary Club, a baseball game, moments of silence, great. He was like, but not where I go to work. Yeah. I where mean, the shit needs to get be taken care of. Yeah. I mean, Eric Adams... So, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, Eric Adams, I was funny because at the Met Gala, um, Eric Adams, our New York City mayor, he wore a big t- white tail coat. I think it was a white tail coat or a black tail coat. Anyway... He had a message printed on the back of his <clears throat> back of his jacket that said "End Gun Violence," and it's like someone retweeted it and was like, um, "Says the person whose job it is to end gun violence." Like he's wearing a tailcoat, like what you're saying. The people in the houses of Congress, mayors, these people are. He's out there on a red carpet saying "End Gun Violence." It's like, dude, that's your job. Like you should be fucking doing that. Like again. Where where is your, your the actions that in, in here in New York? City? What are you doing? What is what is he doing? I'm not seeing anything changing here in New York. What in are you New doing York, other than wearing a coat? In, right in New York, they want you the they want the innocent person to be as helpless as possible. You cannot carry mace. You can't carry brass knuckles. You can't carry anything to defend yourself here. You absolutely cannot. And if you if you if you do have a gun or something to injure an assailant who is attacking you, they've got the guns. They don't want us to have the guns here. So it's like, I'm going to pre- get in trouble and probably go to jail because I've, I actually assaulted someone who was attacking me. And they're going to be like, why did you have a can of mace that wasn't bought at like a certain pharmacy that's a certain grade? That's what would happen. I would get in trouble in this state. So fuck you too, New York State. Mm. I mean, it's fucking pathetic. Um, Greg Abbott uh, t- tweeted I, just, I forgot to say this a while ago he tweeted in October 8 28th of 2015 as a then candidate before he was the fucking governor so I guess he was the governor in so that would mean that he was elected in 16 right so mm-hmm. he was elected in 16 he got reelected in 20 so that means he's still in there for two more years after this year so he is on the same I mean look at that that, that is just so sad Anyway, he tweeted in on October 28th of 5th, 2015. He tweeted, literally, I am quoting right here. I'm embarrassed in all capital letters. Texas is number two in the nation for new gun purchases behind California. Let's pick up the pace, Texans, at NRA. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is so disgusting. Disgusting. I don't understand this. Why? I just, uh, it's, God, it's wild. Damn. It's wild. And you sit there. I mean, never... Uh, two shootings happen. I went to the grocery store. I, I've never been like, do I want to go into the grocery store? 
I know. I'm like, well, shit. I was at the gym today, and I was like, hmm. I was working out, and I was like, okay, what if a shooter comes in over there? Well, they have to scan their ID, and they would have to be a member here. So, But would a member actually come to the gym and start shooting people up? Okay, yeah, that's possible. A regular stranger wouldn't be able to get in unless they just started blowing away the people at the front at desk. The front I mean, door. Like, literally, this is yeah. my thought process at the gym. And I'm like, okay, so if I heard shots, like I'm in the back of the gym. I'm like, okay, so I would hear shots first because they would be coming in the front. I would need to get out over there, I think. Like, I'm literally working out, like doing bicep curls, and I'm thinking about this. Like, I mean, yeah. it's fucking crazy. And I think about all the little babies oh my that God. are raised with this. That kids that didn't go to school, it's the end of their school year. Yep. Everyone gets out of school next week. How many kids didn't? Their parents are just like, no, yeah, no, it, it's just not worth it. It's just, it's hot. And when they're starting to happen every three, five, four days, two days, like at what, I mean, shit, what did they, uh, quote, like 35, 36,000 dead yeah. Americans on average a year. Yeah. From violence. It'll be, I, it'll be the same process though. It's like the mass shooting happens. There's a media extravaganza. Thoughts and prayers go out. Social media lots up with gun debates. And then no one does a fucking thing. And we're back to normal. And I will always say, let's hope this one is a little... I mean, I don't know. Well, somebody in Florida doesn't even believe that there was a shooting in Texas three days ago. Oh, Just so you know, it's fake. Yep, it's fake. It's a false flag. That's the whole Alex up there with Right up there with Sandy Hook. Didn't happen. Yes, all that. Um... A guy on Instagram, I was scrolling through my feed, and one of these gay guys that I follow was like, you know, he had to say his piece on his Instagram story about, you know, how affected by this he was and, you know, thoughts and prayers. And he said, join me to march tomorrow night because there's a march tonight in New York. And I was sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck is a march going to do? Going to do fucking idiot. You need to be rallying everyone around you to fucking go vote these people out of fucking office. Don't forget this when it comes time to vote in November. That's it. That's it. I think that that should be the campaign, like killing children. That's it. Right. No one will say that, though. No one will say that. No. And just to sum up how fucking much our fucking political system sucks and it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, both of you fucking suck. Listen to this compilation. This is presidents montage of presidents and their and their lectures or their their speeches after mass shootings. It's fucking crazy. If this doesn't say it all, I don't know what does. Hillary and I are profoundly shocked, shocked and saddened. saddened by the tragedy today. So that's George Bush and Bill Clinton overlaid on top of each other, saying the exact same thing mm-hmm. in Littleton. Been saddened by the tragedy today in Littleton, in Southern California, by the news of the shootings at Virginia Tech, Roseburg, Oregon, it's an elementary school in New- Newton, in Texas, Parkland, Florida, Michigan. The prayers of the American people are with you. We are praying for them. Laura and I and many across praying. the nation, our entire nation. <sighs> Nobody wants your fucking prayers. No. It doesn't work. It's a, it stop it saying prayer. Doesn't even prayer. matter. Stop yeah, saying I don't prayer. care. Or go ahead, pray all you want, but God. do fucking something else. God, stop saying prayer. Get past. I'm so <laughs> sick of that fucking word. Be hard. Is praying for, for the, the victims, victims and their families. And, their families. and it's not just Littleton. We know that now. We've had lots of in lots of places. We have been through this too many times. Too many years. <laughs> too many decades now. You suck. As I said. You suck. Just a few months ago, 
And I said a few months before that, and I said each time we see one of these mass shootings, our thoughts and prayers are not enough. Schools should be places of safety you suck. and sanctuary. And All of you suck. Fuckers. Thoughts and prayers aren't enough, and still, that's all we fucking that's have, our thoughts and prayers. How many years ago was that, and we're still on the thoughts? When are the thoughts and prayers going to work? <laughs> I mean, it is comical. How many years? Maybe we need, it's like century of thoughts and prayers before it works. <laughs> At that point, it is going to be like Wild Wild West, Joe, fucking everybody's strapping. Meanwhile, Joe Biden doesn't even know what planet he's on. I'm he sorry. He doesn't even know what a I'm thought s- or a prayer is. Like, is. It is I, I mean, man, I, I, I don't even know. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. that's our thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts, at least. I, I don't know. I don't. I just had to get it off my chest. I had to say something. I know that it's heavy. I know it's oversaturated. I know it's all you hear in the news. I get it. But you know, I what? hope you hear it for six more months, you two to, more years. You need it. Fucking needs to continue. It does to be top of mind. It really does. That's it. That's the only way anything is going to change. Anyway, but it doesn't feel like that change is coming down anytime soon. Oh no! It feels like we're going to keep going the other direction and and aw- away lo- away from the change we need. Oh yeah, it feels like yeah. We are being ruled by the minority, by the fucking, by the fringe. That's it. On the left and the right, we really are. It's a sick, sick. Well, curse that is like 90% yeah. of the people that live in this country want better universal background checks, better background checks, harder to get a gun. But no, but no. Yeah. We can't, you know, that's, it's just another stamp of, hello, people, you don't mean dog shit. Nothing. You have, n- we, we care nothing for you. Nope. All they care about is their pockets. <clears throat> Making sure they can gerrymander the states to yep. further put themselves into office. Okay, we've done 30, Ugh, we did 30 okay. minutes on this. Oh my God, Heidi. I, didn't we say we weren't going to do 30 minutes? <laughs> I think we said, <laughs> let's not do 30 minutes on the on the massacre in Texas. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the massacre Of in course Texas. not, obviously. I know, not. it's just like, so, okay. It's just you get- Thanks, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should be outraged as well, really. We have some people listening overseas. This is what's going on over here. You guys, this is not a fucking joke. Our political system in this country is a fucking joke. You've all heard that America is the greatest country in the world. Well, newsflash, it's not. And I'm sorry, I said at the top of the show, I'm not feeling very American right now. And I'm just fucking not. Anyway, you want to go to the dance floor and talk about some dance floor stuff? Sure, let's go talk about the dance floor. <laughs> so, our wonderful so, favorite DJ, DJ Paolo. Yay! <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Uh, so DJ Paolo, in lighter news, has put out a fucking awesome set from when uh, he was at the Q, which is that club that uh, Frankie Sharp and Billy Porter... And um, yes. a couple of other guys, I can't remember, there's two other investors he had go in with him, opened up this multi-level, like, you know, gay playground uh, in Hell's Kitchen. 
and everyone loves it. It's not like it's not a big dance part club. Like it's like a circuit party club. It's kind of like um, Cobalt like, from DC. Like yeah, like, like nightclub, <clears throat> kind of like yeah, a couple like, different floors, little yeah, areas, a little cabaret room. You know, it's like a nice. It's a nice place. People love it. People go there all the time. It's like the greatest place. Although I say that I have not been. Um, but Heidi, maybe we could go when I was, you and Gretchen are here. I have got ink all over. I got so worked up yelling and screaming just a second ago. <laughs> I have literally got ink. All, I was I was holding my pen so hard when I was fucking popping off about the politicians in this country. I have ink all over me. Anyway, <laughs> holy shit. I remember holding the pen hard. Um, Clearly. <laughs> shit. So DJ Paula was at the queue the other day, and he recorded his entire, I love it when he does this, he put the entire set, it's like a two-hour set. Oh, nice. Up. It's two and a half hours or something, it's a lot. Maybe it's not the entire set, but it's a big chunk of it, right? You, sometimes he'll only do like 50 minutes of a set, and it's like, then he leaves you wanting for more, but like he really put a big part of it up, and I mean, like there is like such good stuff on here. But, like, there's several, like, interludes. Like, you know, he takes you on, like, this journey. But listen to this Madonna part he does, girl. Oh, my God. He takes a her open the door now clips and mixes it in with this fucking remix of Vogue. I mean, it's so amazing. The beat. <laughs> He's so good. He's so, so it's good. funny. Yesterday, I was I went for a walk, and I'm like, you know, it's really nice out. Normally, I'm always like podcasts or us or Apollo, and I decided to listen to the birds and go for my walk oh and my listen God. to nature, of course, and then tonight you're like, there's a new Apollo mix. I was like, of course there is. I chose nature. I'm sorry, Apollo. Well, Please forgive me. That's okay to choose nature, though. <laughs> yeah, I figured that would be alright. He likes to go for walks, I'm sure. He likes to hike. Yeah. <laughs> listen to this. I'm running, I'm not walking. I'm I running. know, right? Oh, it's just like something about the... It is just... He just fucking puts a groove behind his yes. beats like no fucking buddy's business. The groove, yeah. He put... Yes. Well, see, he talks about that... Uh, like, he does a little blurb. He posted this on Facebook. Love that. Divas to the dance floor, please. That's a oh, classic. Favorites. He talks about how in his set, 
he was trying to infuse the, some of that new disco that we talked about. Like oh, right. that disco beat in, you know, like that trying to revive that, 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 renewed, that renewed interest in disco that people have. But more like, I guess, like that groove that we're talking about that you hear. Like that. Oh, I love that beat. It's mm, so mm, good. Mm, mm. I mean, he can do it all. Totally. And then he does another. So that's like in the first like hour or something. And then it's like he fucking like punches you in your pussy again with this remix of uh, Electric Avenue. I'm like, uh, what? Shut up. He did this in his Gimme Gimme mix. Oh, did he? Okay, but it's the way he's composed. But then with he's this one. right that he's now put it at this. That's oh my fabulous. god! Fuck my butt. Again, you can hear the disco influence. Oh yeah, I love it. Anyway, check it out, DJ DJ fucking Paulo. Does it DJ again? DJ Paulo music. God, uh, live at he the doesn't cube. Stop. There are some other goodies on there. I can't wait. And speaking of dance floor, do you know we are exactly to the day, four weeks from Alegria. Oh my God, four. The twenty-sixth, exactly one month oh. to the day. Oh my God, it's coming so fast. My, um, that's what she said. Uh, yeah, right. That's what. I, yeah, <laughs> I might be a little wet downstairs. <laughs> um, a month away. Wow, we gotta. I was gonna say we need to like start planning, but it's like everything is planned. It's done. I think it's all done. I think we know exactly what we're doing every single moment of the entire weekend. <laughs> we do. Uh, Gretchen keeps thinking she's going to have some sort of time to do things. I'm like, you're booked. Sorry, bitch. No, no, no. There's no time to do anything. No. Um, Well, you know, we've we've been down south talking about things down south. So, you know, I'm feeling like we may, since we're down south, maybe we should do a little pastor update. We haven't done a pastor. I love a good preacher. We haven't done a good pastor update in a long time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Tammy Faye Baker, where are you? Where are you, girl? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Let's check in on some pastors. With Tammy Faye Baker at my side. Come on now, girl. Um, I could listen to this soundtrack every day, all day. Sometimes I do listen to it randomly. I love that. God, I love Jessica Chastain. She's flawless. We're blessed. We're blessed. We are blessed. We are all right, so we've got several little pastors. These are fun little clips. This is, uh, you know, a lot of the times the pastor update has been heavy with preachers, like preaching heavy, you know, like from the pulpit. 
And, you know, there, there's some of that in here, but there's some other, like, fun things in here left scattered in as well that I, that kind of go along with pastors. So our first pastor on this lovely edition of WGRL, I don't know how long it's been since we've done a little pastor update. It's probably been, God, so three months or so. It's been a while. But, yes. of course, I've been quietly collecting lunatics over here. Our first one hails from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And he, Baton Rouge. Yeah. So this right-wing nut job has got something to say about Pete Buttigieg when he went on maternal leave. Now, you can only imagine how mental this makes the pastors <laughs> when a gay man <laughs> goes, goes on. out. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is good. There ought to be anger that rises up in us. Wait a second. I forgot what this guy sounds like. Listen, he sounds like he's sitting on a cock himself. There ought to be anger. There ought to be anger that rises up in us. Rises up in us. It's so bad. Rises up in us. Rises. Anger that rises up in us. Whenever the Secretary of Transportation who is the forerunner to be the president of the United States in 2024 for the Democratic Party, came off of a two-month maternal leave. It was not a woman, but it was a man that is married to a man. There ought to be anger inside of everybody here today that says something's wrong with our world. Okay, you are reaching. I know. I mean, that's what you (laughs) preached. That's what you had to preach about. Right. And you know what? What this takes me back to, when I think when I did my first pastor update on this show two years ago or so, you said it best. At the very first one, I think you said, that is not preaching. Like, this is not preaching. (laughs) It's like, you're just like, Foisting your political views on people. That's all you're doing. That's not I mean, could I can't imagine sitting in church and hearing that and be like, uh where am I? <laughs> there ought to be anger. Anger dwelling up inside of you. Then what these evan- these evangelicals have like oh, yeah. what they've morphed into. Who yeah. Lord. There ought to be anger, Wilbur. 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 It's like Mr. Ed. Maternity. There ought to be he couldn't anger. even he didn't even have enough fucking sense to call it. Paternity leave. I know, right? You, you fucking said, idiot! Isn't that great? Right? And it's a man, a man. Day <laughs> that says something's wrong with our world. Something is wrong with people that can stand idly by and accept this as normal and as status quo. And the status quo. <laughs> I bet he sucks. I cock. wish his lisp was that strong. I mean, I bet, I bet he sucks cock. I bet this God sucks. I mean, dick. they no, it normally comes out right. right. Yeah, I bet, I bet he fucking sits on cock. <laughs> uh, all right, the next one. Okay, this is the most. I think this is the one that's. This is odd. So, do you know Jim Brewer from Saturday Night Live? You mean he, the comedian Jim he, Brewer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't he, he the go, go man? boy? Go boy! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. So he was like, obviously, you know. A comedian, which you know you would think are pretty like left and like open minded. Well, he's found a new audience. 
he was it's he's it, he was on tour with the Reawaken America tour, which is like this tour with like all these like rat wing nut jobs like you know going out across the country with like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and like all these people just like Reawaken America, and listen to him talking to this crowd. I mean, he's like he's found a whole new audience for his stand up. I mean, he's literally doing a show for these fucking people. Release the Omicron and let them know it doesn't. Okay, so he's talking right. He's talking about the Omicron and he's okay. talking about how it's fake and you know, it. we're, it's all hysteria and it's all fake news and blah blah blah. And you know, then he's he's up on stage like acting out, like walking across the stage like a monster, like rawr, 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 like he's Godzilla, and he's like been pretending like he's the Omicron. Doesn't even matter if they're vaccinated. <laughs> like we're in Avengers movie. Mm. The Omicron is coming! The Omicron is coming! The Omicron! Put your grandmother back in the basement! Quickly! Get the children away from everyone! It's the Omicron! He's breathing on everyone and no one's dying! I mean, he's kind of losing his mind, I think. Kind of. I know, right? I mean, well, I and now that he's pandering yeah. to people that think that, oh my God, that's hilarious. I know. Which it's like, okay, you can make jokes and everything. Like, I understand people want to be comedians and like be, you know, outrageous and make, you know, jokes and stuff. But it's like, dude, come on. I mean, he's, he's like, Taking it a little too far. It's, it's too not se- even a joke. Too serious, I know. But look at the humor they're having to try and find for that kind of crowd. Oh yeah, totally. That's yeah, the right. thing. It's like right. Yeah. Wow. You see them panicking, running to the screens. What do we do now? Ah! Joe Rogan's misinformation. Joe Rogan's misinformation. Joe Rogan's misinformation. Yeah. I mean, I guess every comedian needs an War audience. In War in Russia! War in Russia! Quick, look at the other ring of the circus! He's, which, I mean, I get what he's doing. Yeah. I understand what he's saying here. I get it. Do you see what fools they are? Right, but he's a fool, too. You're a fool, too. It's like, I, I get what he's trying to go for, but it's not like hitting. I think it's I think it's a bomb. I don't. I get it. It's. A, I don't know. I, don't I know. didn't laugh, and yeah. I see comic. I see comedians all the time. Yeah, and I'm all about being offended. <laughs> I want to be offended. Please offend me. I, I mean, it's. Oh it's, yeah, I'm fine with offensive humor. Oh, God, yeah. please. I, I, I don't want. I don't go to a show that isn't. Yeah. <laughs> offensive. Yeah, I mean, it's like it takes a lot to offend me. Really, I mean, it's like. I don't know if you could really do it. It's like, I want you to push the envelope, but I'm like, mm, not kind of getting that, Jim. Anyway, he's fully, he drank the Kool-Aid. Big time, Jim Brewer. Big time drank the Kool-Aid. Didn't love him anyway, so bye. I, you, you know what? When you, he would be on Howard Stern. You know Stern, what? You can have him. Yeah. When he would be on Howard Stern, I would turn that fucking interview right off. I couldn't stand him on <laughs> Howard. Oh my God. I could not fucking bear him. All right. The next one. Hank. Oops, here he is. Yeah, I got him out of order. <clears throat> Hank Kuhneman, 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 from Omaha, Nebraska. He's talking about how Biden was wrongfully elect, wrongfully elected, 
And he knows it. This guy knows it because he's been anointed. Here we go. Another prophet. I don't pray for him as a president. I don't call him president. I don't even acknowledge him as president-elect because he wasn't elected. He stole it. Uh, he's a treasonous thief. Treasonous. <laughs> God. So Daniel didn't have any regard. So why should I? Now, if he was, if he was honestly elected, which he wasn't, and he earned it, <laughs> And had God's backing, then I would. God's so I, backing. Oh, God. God's oh, backing. Shoo. Right. God did not back Joe Biden because he cheated. That's right. Lord, save his soul. It's not too late. And remove the man. Oh, my God. Shut up. But God has Trump's back who rapes young girls. <laughs> right. God has his back. Right. Of course he does. Of course, right? And God and God stopped the shooting. God was God must have been busy on Tuesday. Yeah, you know what? I bet he tried to jump in front of the bullets, but it went through his stigmata. I guess so. Oh, sorry. Mm, wah, 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 wah. I'm going to hear about it on the news. I'm going to hear my desire of the wicked. Yeah, get rid of this wrong, treasonous lie. Get rid of. These stupid mandates and all these things they're trying to do. I'm going to hear it and I'm going to see it that would rise up against me. Why? Because I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Anointed. I've been anointed. He's been anointed. I'll tell you I what. It. I love it. When <coughs> when were you anointed? How? What? Please. How does that work? I'd like to understand that. Who blew their load in your face and gave you the money shot and anointed uh, you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, our next one is from Kenneth Copeland. Now, we love Kenneth Copeland. Now, if you remember back to Kenneth Copeland, uh, he, uh, during the pandemic, he was one of the guys who was going to blow COVID away. Oh, I love this one. Yeah. How do you? Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I lost your video feed. Okay, that's fine. As long as you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Um, So here's Kenneth Copeland. And listen to what he's going to do. This is fucking, this is great. I was in a, almost the same situation one time. Another same situation one time. Same situation. Same situation. He's got dentures. It's, they're loose, right? I hope he blows them out of his mouth. I <laughs> know. The man in the prayer line. Oh, wait, we got to go back. Hold on. You got to hear this part. He was, there's a guy in a prayer line. He's going to do something too. Almost the same situation one time. Another man's church. There was a man in the prayer line. <laughs> this is so good. And the Lord said, you see that man right there? I said, yes. He said, I want you to hit him in the stomach just as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the prayer line, right? And people are coming and, in one by one. Right. And he's in another man's church. I guess he's a, like a guest pastor. That and God told him. God told him. To punch that, somebody. In the stomach as hard as, as you can. As hard as he can. Yes. Is this not the greatest thing you've ever heard? I said, I don't believe I want to do that. Well, he didn't take that. Then the closer he got, the closer I got. And he said, I want you to hit him in the stomach as hard as you can. So when he got up there in front of me, I mean, I just unloaded on him. <laughs> and man, it knocked him backwards and come on and he went, my God, he said, I'm healed. <laughs> oh my God. I'm oh God, God he said, I'm healed. Shut. I know. I just stop already. People, yeah, because God is telling you to punch that man in the prayer line to save him from all the evil that he's done on the face of this world. Yep. Shh, 
come. And he healed him, honey. Hey. I know. He's been healed. And he gave me that next week I found out. He had a lot of money in his bank account. Yep. And he started giving it to the church. God. My God, he said, I'm healed. Amen. And come to find out he had all kinds of stomach problems, ulcers, everything you could think of. I have stomach problems. I have to take a Prilosec every morning or I'll fucking be ruined. I'm going to come and I'm going to punch you in the stomach, in the gut, and heal you, Neil. I'm going to heal your ailments Amen. in your gut and your stomach. Amen, Sister Heidi. Amen. Amen. Come and punch me in the gut, Sister. And he walked away healed. Mm. I did not want to do that. No, I I'm sure you did not. Kenneth blows COVID away. I'm going to blow COVID away. Why is every point of what I'm talking about? Like, every pastor sounds like Wilbur tonight. <laughs> I think that I just you know, have that in my head. And no matter who I listen to, it's going to be that. I can't. I mean, I'm just going to start slapping people. Right. And, be and like, I'm gonna, oh. I'll, they'll be like, well, I'm healing you. Right. I'm healing. I'm anointing. The powers within me. I want to heal your ailments. <laughs> Our next pastor comes from Munster, Indiana, greater Chicago area. <clears throat> he, this is a really a visual, but he talks about it in the clip I'm going to play. But the visual is that he had a live pig pen erected in the church. Literally, I am not fucking kidding you. A fence with hay in it, and he had a bunch of pigs in it, and he's in there talking about, he wants to prove a point about sin. And so he gets down his hands and knees in the hay where the pigs have like obviously shit everywhere, and he's got this obviously like super botched facelift that he's tried to fix several times. Go look him up, Steve Munsey. You'll see what he looks like. I mean, it's a fucking crazy, but he goes and gets in this this pit of pigs and hay. The Bible said that every day he looked from the porch because after all, you didn't choose God the Father. He chose you. And the only one that has moved is you. Love that music in the background. Too. I was good. <laughs> so, because uh, the angels are watching over him. There you go, of course. So he smelling like pigs. <laughs> Family Christian Center, you are spoiled rotten. Oh, he, he's in the congregation. Diamond Christian Center, whoever. Because there's a fucking lot of people there. It's a big one. Big congregation. Oh, big. It is real, yeah. For me to do this in a smelly pen for you, somebody ought to pay me extra today or something. Oh, there's the money grab. There's the money out. Yeah, somebody better pay me I'd extra. be extra to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rashawn, and the animal people. And the animal walking. people. Yeah, the animal people. <laughs> they call them. The Bible said the father sees him, and the father starts running toward his son. Son, you've come back. Yes, yes, father. Yes. Back. Come, son. <laughs> And at that point, he's running off the stage out of the pig pen back. I mean, off out of the pig pen and back onto the stage. And I'm like, still not getting the whole pin pain. I mean, was, the pig pen I mean, it went on for like 10 minutes. He was in the pig <laughs> pen. And he was trying to draw all these correlations between sin 
And filth. Like, yeah, filth. And right, exactly. He was down on his hands and knees at one point. I mean, it's fucking wild. He's in I want to hear the pigs. Yeah, they're sitting there like all walking around looking <laughs> at him like, what the fuck is going on here? I swear to God, it is the craziest <sighs> thing I've ever seen in church. Oh my god. <laughs> it's fucking wild. That is not church. It's not church. Right. You said that. That is not church. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. All right. And perhaps maybe the best is this last guy, Bob Larson. He is an evangelist from Phoenix, Arizona. And in the wake of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, Bob has got some thoughts about what he thinks happened to Johnny Depp. There are such things as real pirate demons <laughs> in the mainland U.S. But when I'm in a coastal city or when I'm ministering in the Caribbean, I see lots of pirate demons and I've encountered them and cast them out. <laughs> so this whole Jack Sparrow role, there's a bit of truth to that. And I wonder, did Depp get actual pirate demons from playing his Jack Sparrow role? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I want... Johnny Depp. Hold on. Neil, let, let's talk about that. <laughs> Do you think the number of times that Johnny Depp has played Jack Sparrow... Yeah. ...that he has possessed the pirate demons? <laughs> totally. Called to the die the pirate demons so he could act like the best pirate make the most pirate money from the pirate demons yeah i mean it's fucking come on right it's like what i love it i love pirate that, demons i love that you can take any topic and you can somehow twist it and make it about the bible and demons Somehow you can mold it into the word of God or use it in your sermon to scare people about the word of God. Something. Jerry Falwell and Baker. Yeah, no, I mean, it's they, they were the it's they brilliant. started it. They did. They did. Um, One more little thing, I guess. Do we have time for one more little thing? Sure. So <clears throat> I. You know, I've been watching this. This I want you to watch the the Kardashians. I'm 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 just going to fully admit it here. Like I am I am hooked, and I'm so hooked on this new Hulu series that uh, I, I'm ashamed to admit it. But you know, I'm here. I'm here to profess my sins as if I were in church at a confessional talking to. Do you have Kardashian demons, I have, Neil? I think I have Kardashian. I've been. I think I have Kardashian demons. You, I think you just I think you just diagnosed me. I think so. I so much have been I am so much possessed by the Kardashian demons. I actually went back to the last season of Keeping Up With and started watching the final season of Keeping Up With. That's okay cuz you we actually talked about that I about know. watching that last season before it rolled into the new season. Right. But. I mean, I can't, I'm like, there's something about it. It's so over the top. It's so easy. It's like eating literally bags of candy. It's that satisfying. It's so easy. It (laughs) is oddly satisfying. Yeah. 
um, in this week's episode, it just like I just want you to pay attention to something. It kind of, kind of just like it's something that just like struck a nerve with me. Not a nerve, but just like I had thoughts on it. <clears throat> um, you know, like Courtney and Travis. Like first of all, those two. You know, if Rob wanted to be that amorous with me all the time, I would have to be like, dude, we aren't for each other. Like I cannot <laughs> stand someone wanting to handle me and kiss me and hold me and stroke me. And like touch me all the time, like the two of them do. Oh my god, it's too much. It's too much. Like it's like give it a fucking rest. I mean, they're sitting there at the dinner table with fifteen, sixteen people, and they sit at the end of the table and they just French kiss the whole time. It's ridiculous. I have to watch. It. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm just like, get off. <laughs> Um, at a dinner table just stop it's fucking ridiculous uh, but no the thing that like I really had some thoughts on is Kim is taking a baby bar which is the bar exam for people who are not like going to law school they're gonna like study under the tutelage of like a lawyer like Neil she's been studying really I, hard for uh, years get Neil, ready for two years well she failed and then you know she I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm I don't think I'm giving I don't think I'm spoiling anything here but spoiler alert she passes so she does pass this last time and the whole episode is really kind of focused and framed around she's trying to get this man sentence commuted who murder who committed a murder when he was 19 and i'm like she really wants to use her influence and her celebrity power which i think is admirable i think that's great she should you know these people who are on death row who uh obviously we have dna evidence now it's been proven that they didn't do the crime. She wants to use her power and influence to try to get them off of death row. I think that's fabulous. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But she wants to get this guy off death row that committed a murder when he was 19 because she's basically saying he was so long ago and he doesn't deserve to die. He's got a family and this kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is the problem with our system. that I This got me triggered because I'm like, the problem with the system is not the fact that this man is set on death row for 40 years or whatever, 30 years. The problem with our system is if we know he killed someone, he's admitted it and said it, he should have been executed the next day after his court hearing. That's it. Execute him. Done. Like, why are we keeping him alive and paying for him in the prison system for this long? You murdered someone. Money. Why why do you get a second chance? And Kim, why do you want to get his sentence commuted or just get him off of death row? He's going to spend the rest of his life in prison, but she wants to make it where he's not going to be put to death. Why do you care? Why do we care? Why wasn't he killed a long time ago? Why didn't we execute him decades ago? Why? Neil, that's not humane. Uh, he killed someone. I know. He murdered. Just like what's going on out in Texas, we're going to give him a fair trial. Oh, he's dead. Well, I guess oh, if he wasn't dead, we'd give him a fair trial. Boss, uh, Buffalo. Right. We're going to give him a fair trial. We're going to let him plead that they're mentally unstable. And everyone's going to be like, well, let's just put him behind bars for the rest of his life. Fuck you all. Anyway, she wants to expose the system and blah, 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 blah. But that's just my thoughts on it. Go watch it. You know, again, it's 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 fun to watch. I can't help it. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> you're trying to find... I, I want it's just admit it I you're know. trying to find some intelligence behind why you're watching it yeah I'm just try, yeah you can't just I'm don't try, I'm trying to like be cerebral and thought you are just stop <laughs> about, my, about my Kardashians episodes and you know I hate Hulu because 
they are releasing them one week at a time, one every week. I'm like, just so give them wait, all though, to us. I know, but I have to tell you. It's good. You know, and it was even, you know, I'm a binger and I've gotten stuck with yeah. hours upon hours and Netflix always gives them all to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I started, you know, with uh, HBO Max, HBO, well, and Rue really keeps me on track because you only get one at a time unless you save them up for a few weeks to watch in a row. Right. Yep. But one at a time, all the series that are released on um, HBO, it, while you're watching, it's one at a time. You get yeah. it one. At, and I said, you know, it's interesting. As much as I love to binge because it's great, sometimes you forget. And so going, and I used to always be like, oh, I always forget. But no, and I'm trying to get better about enjoying one episode at a time. I know, but it goes by so fast. I'm like, well, I'm watching so fast. One. And when it's mindless, then you want 10 episodes. <laughs> well, that's why last weekend I was like, I think I'm going to go watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> because on Hulu, you can watch all of them. I mean, they're all there. There's like 20 seasons and there's like 20 a season or something. I love Hulu. God. So um, before we finish, any fabulous plans for the holiday weekend? No plans. Rob has uh, a job that is somewhat in the political world and it has been reported to me that he may have to be working this weekend because of the various things that are going on in this country, and I am not feeling that. So he said he may not even get to come to New York, but we will wait and see. Uh, if he does come, you know, going to chill out here in the city, go to the beach one day. I think Sunday could be a beach day. The high is going to be like 80. Uh, so maybe first beach day of the year. I don't know. We'll see. Good. But otherwise, it's good. The weather's going to be fucking amazing. The weather the last few days here in New York City, people, if you're here, you know, it's been amazing. It's been, I mean, stupid, gorgeous. Right. It's, yeah. Zero it's, humidity, cool, like warm in the sun. I mean, stupid, breezy. Dumb. Right. Like, so happy. Oh, People amazing. are just happy. Layers yeah. of clothes are coming off. People are happy. Yeah. Oh, and you know, it's funny, interesting. I read that... With our staffing shortage across the country, pools are opening late because they're have like they're oh. trying to get as many lifeguards hired as they can, and they have to get them certified. Right. So all of these high school, like it's just, it is just going to keep on keeping on. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So are good you, thing you- my pool doesn't need a lifeguard. I'm going to go put my fat ass by the pool. Oh, you know what? You didn't show us the pool when we were in Denver. I have literally no idea where that pool is. You never showed it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's huh. interesting. I didn't do that. So you and Rita are Um, staying there. You're going to chill out. Yeah, we're just laying low. Yeah. Maybe helping my father. Maybe seeing the kids. I mean, I don't know. You know, nice and easy. Right. Easy breezy. Yeah. You know, if Rob doesn't get to come to New York, I'll go to D.C., uh, you know, there's something to do. I mean, the thing I was saying to Lur the other day is I was bitching and popping off about something, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even, it's not even a problem. It's like, fucking, there's 20 fucking children dead that are the age of my niece and nephew, and it's like, this is not a problem. Like, it's like, okay, if Rob doesn't get to come to New York, I'll go to D.C. I'm like, I'm trying to, like, put things Put it into perspective. This is not a problem, so there's nothing to bitch about, you know? Uh-uh. Agreed. Yeah. And on that note... 
On that note... Gun laws! <laughs> right. Um, thank you for joining us on a WGRL episode for the ages. A little heavy at first. Thank you for sticking in if you've stuck with us this long. We know that we can go off on tangents, but sometimes you just have to get some things off your chest. So, uh, we'll be back next week, question mark? I think so. I think I we're going to be back so. next week. Yeah. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, subscribe, comment, and call us. We'll post everything on Instagram. 844-234-9475. Wilbur. <laughs> See you on the dance floor. Wait, I talked over you. You got to say it better than oh, that. Oh, God. Well, I was <laughs> trying to get you right at the at the end of Will. Will. <laughs> Wilbur. All right, no. Four weeks from Allegria, and then we really will. What? See you on the dance floor.